you're listening to the Ivan Van Hatten podcast. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning into my podcast. It's Ivan here, back with another show. It's actually episode three already. Man, time flies. I'm having so much fun talking about all the things that I that I'm truly passionate about. You know, all things music and things related to music. Thank you so much for listening in and tuning in and spending the time and listening to my podcast. Today I'd like to discuss a topic which uh, I've already talked about in my in my videos. Um, if you haven't seen my videos, they're up on my YouTube channel. The handle, for those of you who don't know, is at Ivan Van Hetten on YouTube. And one of the topics that I've discussed there is um, to do with music theory. Should a professional musician know anything about music theory at all? Is it important or, or a complete waste of time? How important is it to, to go through that investment of studying lots of books and studying music theory and getting a, a good sense of how music theory works if you're a professional musician? Well, I'll attempt to answer this question. However, it will be an answer that's, from my perspective, as I always say in my podcasts, um, it's, it's really how I see it. Um, and what I believe in. When it comes to music theory, I will say this. What I believe is that it's definitely helpful if you have some sort of basic knowledge of music theory, if you are a professional musician. Now, I am fully aware that this topic is always a bit of a slippery slope. Um, talking about this stuff because yes there are quite a good number of musicians and examples of great artists who um, have managed to build a sustained career um, and with literally zero knowledge of music theory and so if that works for you then that's great then that's absolutely fine however if you're working, if you're working as a, a, a gigging musician, um, and the environment that you're working in requires for you to be flexible, because it's ever changing, uh, lots of new music to be learned in different musical styles, new songs or sets constantly being thrown at you, and and therefore you're, and and especially of the musical styles are a bit different from project to project, which is a very normal thing, then I think it's handy to be uh, familiar with um, some music theory and, and be comfortable within music theory. Now, this is mainly because you'll be able to avoid having to reinvent the wheel over and over and over again. If you're capable of making notes, you know, taking notes in, in a musical language, so taking down chord symbols, melodies, etc., and know what all of this means, um, you know, write, some, write a very simple lead sheet or, as we tend to call it sometimes, a cheat sheet down with the bars, the intros, endings, dynamics, the form, all the things that require 
some level of music theory knowledge, it will ultimately make your prepping for gigs a whole lot easier. Working in various bands and dealing with different music styles requires for you to be musically flexible, as I said before. And in order to be able to be musically flexible, you have to know what you're doing, you know. Um, and in order to know what you're doing, you'll, you'll have to dig into the books a bit. You'll have to try and understand theoretically what's, what's going on. So it really depends on what the path is that you're choosing to go into as a musician. If your goal is to sort of keep things fairly simple, then things are different. If you want to get hired by different artists and different bands, maybe because the idea of playing multiple styles of music appeals to you, then you'll, you won't have any other choice other than to do your homework. And so my view is that you're a craftsman. You are working a craft, you're practicing a craft, meaning practicing to the best of your abilities, and that includes acquiring theoretical knowledge. Look, last time I checked, this general rule applied to any other profession, right? You want to become a lawyer, that's cool, but you have to read a stack of books in order to fully understand the theory behind the law, and ultimately to understand how and why the law works the way it works, right? And this goes across the board. Want to become a doctor? All right. But you'll have to work your way through a lot of books and absorb a lot of theory before they unleash you into the real world with real patience, right? And in order to get to that place where you're where you not only know what you're doing, but you're totally comfortable, you'll have to dig. Not solely digging and not just shedding and playing a lot and spending time with the instrument, but also go beyond that and get comfortable with the theoretical side of this craft. I tend to separate theory into two parts. Um, one part is the technical aspect, the technical and theoretical aspect of your own instrument. I mean, things like how does your instrument work, etc. And the second part is the music theory itself. You know, the music theory goes for, for most musicians, it's kind of the same thing, right? When you're talking about harmony and chords and chord structures and melodies and reading and sight reading and all of that stuff. Now looking at the first point, which is the more technical and theoretical aspect of your own instrument. I think it's really important to know the anatomy of your instrument and, and how your instrument ultimately works. For instance, you know, if you're playing whatever, the saxophone, really um, being familiar with, you know, not just read strength and things like that, and I was getting a bit nerdy, but 
why your instrument works the way it works. If you're a trumpet player, knowing about your your, your tuning slides or um, the valves, how, how they really work, and how, for instance, you keep your instrument up to date. Being totally familiar with these aspects will help you to understand your instrument so much better. And then there is a second part, which is the music theory itself. Now, if you work on that and and really get yourself into a place where you're comfortable with music theory, it will help you ultimately to um, understand where your instrument sits in in the wider context, in a, in an ensemble, in a band, in a in a jazz trio, in a in a quartet, in a in a Brazilian band, in any sort of musical situation you might find yourself in. And the most important thing is that by having a good understanding of and being able to read a little bit and and having that, that theoretical backup for yourself it will, will help you to navigate yourself much easier through any musical situation you might find yourself in. I'd like to share with you an example of my personal situation in which the knowledge of music theory came in very handy. I've been approached to compose music for an immersive art installation in Madrid in Spain. And at the beginning of the project, I received these absolutely breathtaking images and cues for which I had to write and compose the music. This particular installation features the works and the paintings of the famous artist Gustav Klimt. And I should tell you, it was an absolute joy to work on this project. Now, the brief of this project was, you can write anything, but we do need some cinematic classical music, some contemporary music, and some four on the floor too. Now, I started the process by writing to the images and the cues that I was sent after which I flew to Madrid for a few weeks to finalize the project in the room on location, finalize the music, compose some more, and get everything ready for opening night. Now, my general approach was scoring to a movie, scoring to images, music to picture. And that was because a lot of these images were moving and telling a story. When it came to the bits and pieces of classical music, which I composed for the cues and and all the images, I had to make sure I composed within a more traditional orchestral setting, meaning violin one, violin two, violas, some cellos, and it was more of an orchestral approach that that I had to go for, you know, some flutes and some clarinets, some typical stuff, French horns, some timpani parts and i had to come up with all of these parts which automatically meant that i had to be comfortable with writing orchestral parts and and writing for an orchestral setting and so had i not had that basis of theoretical knowledge of how these instruments relate to one another and how orchestral music works and how arranging and composing for that setting works, I would not have been able to take on this gig. It's actually that simple. 
my ability to write and arrange music for violins and for cellos and you know the, the more orchestral instruments has enabled me to take on this immersive art gig and the coolest part of of all of this is that um i was given free reign to compose whatever i wanted to compose um for really big parts and important parts of the uh, immersive art installation and it's been running in madrid uh, six or seven days a week since march this year now for this immersive art installation project i've written so many pieces and i had to write so much music that i've decided to release this music as a separate album project in the near future so be on the lookout for that so my conclusion is uh, try to up your game on music theory if you can because you know you never know what's around the corner and you never know what kind of gigs you could be offered if you are comfortable with some music theory and who knows it might potentially open some new doors for you beyond your instrument so i'd say keep striving keep grinding and keep improving Hoping you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow me on my socials or visit my website, ivanvanhetten.com. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Until next time.